Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to The Bigger Picture. I'm Sean Cheong, and today let's look ahead at what we need to know about this week and the week ahead. And joining this conversation is Chau Shanana, the market strategist of Saxo Singapore. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning. Chau, so let's take a look ahead at what we need to know for the week. The US started the week cool and the Dow dropped about 200 points. So after that fervent rally last week, what is the US outlook ahead for the week? So yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we've started the week after the long weekend with a little bit of a risk of tone. But uh, more than the US, particularly, I think that's coming from... Uh, you know, the disappointment that we had over China's stimulus, that kind of filtered through to lower oil prices. And, you know, that obviously sparked off a general risk of sentiment um, globally as well. Uh, but of course, there is some bit of a caution in the markets for this week because we, we do have a lot of key uh, events scheduled. We have Fed Chair Powell, who is giving a testimony um, today and tomorrow. So I think that's uh, obviously causing a little bit of um, a caution as well. Plus, we are approaching uh, the month or the quarter end. So there's likely to be some rebalance because of that as well. Uh, So I think that's obviously keeping a little bit of caution in the markets right now. Right, Right. understood. So let's turn our eyes back on the fervent rally that happened uh, in the last couple of weeks. What are the things that we need to see if this rally were to grind higher? So, of course, I think, you know, data-wise, it does look like we are in an environment where inflation is softening. Uh, but we need to keep eye, uh, keep an eye out on some of the risks, especially, I think, how uh, this El Nino is developing and if that can really have an impact on food inflation. Uh, but as of now, I think cyclically, it does seem like inflation is going down um, and recession concerns are also still at bay. I mean, we don't have overpowering recession concerns. There's a little bit of a caution, like last night, again, we had FedEx earnings, which um, gave a soft guidance for the year ahead, and it's an economic bellwether. It kind of signals what is to come for global demand. So there are, of course, you know, areas of caution. Uh, but overall, it, it just means as long as, you know, we are in this Goldilocks where inflation keeps softening and growth doesn't go too bad, geopolitics is on a stable ground, I think markets will find a reason to continue to grind a little bit higher from here in that scenario. Okay. Um, so, of course, we'll be turning our eyes, of course, to Fed Reserve Chair Jerome Powell's twice-yearly testimony on the U.S. economy. What could we expect here? Um, I would think um, there is little new information that he could add, given that we just came out of that FOMC meeting. Uh, so there's not been enough data after that. So there's little to add in terms of the direction for monetary policy, particularly. I think the bigger issue right now is that the markets are not uh, pricing in the hawkish guidance that was given in the June FOMC meeting. So they guided for two rate hikes, but the market is still not pricing that in. So could the message on that get a little bit more stern? I think that is what I will be looking out for, really. Right. And so let's step away from the U.S. as we await Chairman Powell's testimony. We also have received some very important data releases from other markets, particularly China and the U.K. Could you walk us through those releases, Shao? 
So, um, yeah, China certainly has been, you know, um, quite uh, a center of focus right now. And uh, that is because there was uh, this huge expectation of a stimulus, you know, last week, and especially going into the weekend. But, um, you know, activity data, certainly, as you mentioned, it has, you know, surprised uh, on the downside. But more importantly, I think, it's the stimulus that has surprised on the downside. It's been too slow to come. We did not see any announcements until yesterday and then yesterday. Yesterday was those loan prime rate cuts, which were underwhelming as well. They were, you know, meager compared to expectations. So uh, I think that's what is really underpinning a, uh, an extremely cautious stance on Chinese equities right now. Uh, but in the UK, uh, certainly, you know, we've had a hot labor market report. And now the focus is turning to uh, the May inflation number that is due later today. Um, and, you know, I mean, inflation is certainly being a big problem in the UK. It is uh, creating a lot of volatility in the UK bond market. And obviously, I think uh, in for sterling as well. And the Bank of England meets tomorrow. So just the day after that inflation trend as well. And a lot of rate hikes are already priced in for the Bank of England, given their inflation outlook. So I think it's really important to see what kind of a number we get today and whether that can mean any hawkish surprise from the Bank of England. It's, it's really difficult to get a hawkish surprise with so much priced in, which could mean, you know, some downside for sterling in the near term. Okay, so since you mentioned the sterling, let's keep our eyes on currency. Uh, the Chinese yuan has weakened against many major currencies. Could you tell us about the story here? Yeah, again, I mean, the activity data, uh, economic data overall from China has been so underwhelming. Um, and even though, you know, the like we just discussed, that the easing has been also um, not as much as expected. Um, but of course, you know, I think it has been clarified that the, the Central Bank of China is maintaining um, a dovish stance. They are going to continue to, you know, uh, keep easing, even though at a smaller pace. And, you know, we're also seeing a lot of economists at big banks starting to cut growth estimates for China uh, for this year. Uh, so if they have to kind of really meet their growth target of 5% that they set out for this year, I think these easing measures will continue, which does mean that Chinese yuan could continue to face some pressure as well. Okay, so the Chinese uh, central bank has lowered, it has lowered its uh, key medium-term lending rates. The Federal Reserve opted to pause. The European Central Bank it opted to do something very different. It looks like they've decided <laughs> to increase rates. Maybe could you walk us through all these differences? I mean, uh, this this is a, a peculiar characteristic of, you know, when uh, rate cycles are starting or ending, you will start to see a lot more divergence in central banks. And as we are nearing the end of the rate hike cycles, there's likely to be divergence. So like you clearly said, you know, PBOC, the Chinese central bank is on an easing path. The Fed trying to pause, but still trying to maintain um, a scope for some more tightening. Whereas ECB clearly, I think, uh, this, for them, inflation is still a problem, and they've been behind the curve a lot. So they are still expected to hike in July. But my bigger concern will be what happens after July, because um, the sense I'm getting from commentaries uh, from ECB uh, members is that there's a split that is emerging. You know, some of them are still working out support for a September rate hike as well, whereas others are starting to get a little bit more cautious about it. Uh, well, September is still quite far. We will see a lot more data on growth and on inflation metrics in the meantime. 
but I do think that it will be difficult for other central banks to continue to hike if the Fed, you know, pauses now. So I think uh, this will be an interesting time. Indeed. Thank you, Shao. This has been very, very comprehensive. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And I'm Sean Cheong. This is Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.